It's time to unleash the expert. What is he an expert on? Relationships, sex, spirituality, and rediscovering yourself beyond the trauma. Get ready to unleash more purpose, passion, and pleasure in your life. Here's the expert himself, Mr. Brandon Patrick. Welcome to the Brandon Patrick Show. Today, I have with me the most beautiful guest that I've ever had on the show with me today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this is my co-host with life, my wife, Jenny. So babe, welcome to the show. Thanks, babe. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yep. You are the perfect guest for this topic. And I think as we get into um, our our story together, uh, it can illustrate um, the point that I want to make about healing from trauma and what it really takes to heal from from your trauma. Um, and and even talk about what does that even mean to heal from your trauma? Um, so just I want to start with a little bit of background of, of and and just kind of pull back the curtain a little bit um, of my life and some of my experiences that I've had. It's been really interesting. So about the time that I married Jenny, um, I had no clue what I was going to do with my life, but she married me anyways. Thank goodness. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. She took a big leap of faith, married this guy that didn't have much direction, had a job that I hated and was gaining all this weight and depressed. And she married me anyways. Um, luckily, um, I corrected that and I realized, look, I got to do something different. And um, my purpose is not doing what I'm doing, I need to go back and help the world in some way. And so I remember um, driving in the car with Jenny and telling her, I think I want to go get a degree in social work. And she kind of looked at me like, oh, okay. Well, and don't forget that you first got a bachelor's degree in economics. Right. Social work and economics make a lot of sense together. Yeah. So it, it was a big turn. It was a big shift for me. Um. But I got to say, the reason, one of the big reasons I wanted to go become a therapist was because I genuinely care about people and I I want people to be happy. I want them to have peace. Um, I didn't feel like I was going into it to do my own therapy, um, to do my own work. However, uh, my, my work has really led me into a lot of my own personal healing and my own work. Um, fast forward, I went to school, I got all kinds of different jobs, anywhere from working in hospitals, um, doing hospice work to treating addiction, uh, treating couples in, in just therapy offices, therapy practices, private practices. I've worked in mental hospitals. I've kind of got a really good, uh, broad range of experience working with a lot of people in different um, situations and in different types of suffering. And, um, I, I really, and you can attest to this. Um, I, I really started to burn out quite a bit. Um, uh, didn't I, she's, you're shaking your head. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the burnout was a combination of one overworking myself, but one of the big issues with my burnout was I felt like, I could somehow um, get people to heal 
that I could somehow talk them into or have certain conversations with or do something to get them to heal. And that wasn't working. And it was a shot to my ego for one, because it was like, aren't I good? Aren't I important? Aren't I good enough to save this person? Um, Also, I'm doing what I've been trained to do. I'm using these modalities. I'm using cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, I'm using motivational interviewing. I'm doing what I'm trained to do. Shouldn't they start to, to get better? And, and a lot of my huge burden, it was a burden that I, that I carry on myself taking on all their stories and replaying it over and over as if you were going to fix it on your own and holding it, you know? Yeah. And so that, that's it is I, so, so I would sit down with my clients and we would lock minds, our, our, our thoughts. We would try to rationalize and logically work through and discuss ways for them to, to heal and to improve their life. And a lot of times talking yourself out of feeling the way you're feeling trying to talk yourself out of feeling the way that you're feeling. Now I was good at empathy. I empathized with them. And I think that was probably the most important, powerful tool that my clients got from the therapy that I was giving. Um, But in the long run, um, they still created the same type of outcomes in their lives. They still created a lot of discord in their marriage, um, a lot of broken trust, a lot of addiction, and things didn't improve that much. Um, and in the meantime, in the background for me, I think there were some things that I have really needed to heal from myself. And I won't get into all of those things um, on a personal level with me. Um, however, I realized I, I do need my own healing. And I, you know, I've been to a therapist. I've contemplated talking it out with somebody, um, but really having some some doubts, honestly, about how effective that would be. Right. Um, now, now Jenny, and this is why she's the perfect guest for this episode. Um, she started to explore um, modalities of healing that were somewhat non-traditional. And um, at that same time, I started to get trained in EMDR and um, EMDR, if you look closely at EMDR, um, for those of you that don't know, it's eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. If you look closely at what EMDR is, EMDR is, is energy healing. Now, now therapists won't admit that. They'll say, hey, all the research and science and this and that says that it works and this is why it works. And, you know, it stimula- it's bilateral stimulation of both sides of your brain and that's how it heals the trauma. But the fact of the matter is, is when you do really, really good EMDR, it's a spiritual experience. And those spiritual experiences are what actually heal the trauma and reprocess and desensitize that trauma. So while I'm getting into EMDR and uh, on a more kind of, you know, I, I would say it's safely somehow Western medicine enough to say, yes, EMDR is acceptable, right? Jenny's over here in like woo woo land, we'll call it, 
Now it's not, I don't believe that, but to, to a lot of people, they think that, right? So she's bringing crystals into our home um, and she's exploring different modalities of healing. And I was somewhat um, like rejecting that and accepting that. I was kind of somewhere in the middle. Um, you know, it was hard. Some, some of the things were hard for me to, to understand or believe. And, and even to this day, sometimes I'm a little bit like, huh? Um, but, but there was also another part of me that wanted, that was curious, that wanted to know what it was about. And, and if I were really honest with myself, I had to say, gall, this EMDR thing is actually working to help people move forward and heal from their trauma. And it has a lot of similar feelings to some of the stuff Jenny is doing. Um, well, so Dave, just to like give my background really quick, because mm -hmm. most people don't know who I am at all. Um, that I am a nurse by training. I worked in the ICU for almost a decade and um, actually came to find that I loved the death and dying process where when I first started in the ICU, it was really scary and I didn't want any of my patients to die. But when we moved to Hawaii, the very first patient I had, we actually withdrew Carol and she passed away on my shift which had never happened before. And there was something so magical in that moment for me, which sounds really crazy to say, but it helped me to start to understand my spiritual gifts and how I work with the spirit world, which kind of slowly led me into these other modalities and to understanding that I can communicate with spirit and feel spirit. And um, so then, how do you heal? Because being a nurse, you know, was kind of in that same realm of wanting to heal and help people. But again, it wasn't getting to the root cause of things. And so as I explored modalities and work to understand my relationship with spirit and have the Holy Spirit teach me, um, I really found that healing is it's pretty simple. Just like EMDR is really pretty simple. It's about getting out of the way and finding the truth and just allowing a moment of honoring what's true and what's real and feeling it and letting it go and letting it kind of fall into where it needs to be. So um, anyway, so just my process had been just trying to understand why I feel what I feel and why I experience what I experience and what can I do with that? And the spirit told me not to be a practitioner of anything. I'm not certified in any sort of modality. Um, I'm just more uh, a sampler. I like to go to the buffet. And you do like to sample everything. I am a sampler. Yes. I like to find what it is that I need in this moment and taste all the things and um, use what works for whatever moment I find myself in. So, anyway, Okay, so... Uh, so I think what you just said kind of leads to one of the big points that I want to make here today um, in that, you know, I'm, I'm traditionally trained as a therapist. I'm trained in cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavior, all the DBT, CBTs, every T there is I'm trained in. Right. Um, 
and you're trained in nursing, uh, you're trained in Western medicine and Hawaii is an interesting place because there, there, I was, I was learning about social work. You were doing Western medicine at the hospital, yet Hawaii is such an energetic indigenous healing, deeply connected, um, place, sacred spiritual place. Which is why we withdrew care on my patient that first day because they weren't scared to embrace the ch- the changes and the shifts and the cycles, right? It was like, no, this is what's next. And we're going to honor this. We're not going to fight it. We're not going to have war against death. We're going to accept what is and what's happening and what's next and do it beautifully. And I really, really appreciated that perspective in Hawaii. Yeah. So, uh, so this is, this is kind of where we get stuck, I think with, with trauma and trauma treatment is that, um, we want to, um, we, we want to educate, we want to give tools, we want to do all those things to help somebody overcome their trauma. And what happens when somebody's experienced trauma is they learn how to cope by putting up protective measures. And so, their, their ego gets very activated. Um, their protective parts get very activated. And so when you try to talk trauma out of somebody, um, you're actually talking to those protective parts. Right. And, and the healing process of trauma actually takes surrender. And so it takes faith. It takes releasing and allowing love from God, I believe to come in to, to ultimately heal your soul. And so it's, it's counterintuitive because on, on our level here as human beings, we're always like trying to survive. So we're, we're protecting, we're protecting that protection actually feeds a lot of the negative consequences in our lives that actually drive home the feelings that we got from the trauma. So if I'm always in protective mode, I'm going to struggle with intimacy if I'm always in protective mode, I'm going to numb out with addictions. Right. Um, I'm going to not put myself out there at work. I'm going to do all kinds of different things because I'm protecting myself. Um, so EMDR and a lot of the modalities that Jenny has learned and sampled, there's this common element among all of them, and that is letting go and letting God in. And... And not knowing exactly what's going to happen. Um, I want to fast forward our story here a little bit. And we're just giving little bits and pieces along our journey together. Um, two weeks before my 40th birthday, um, where were we? In Peru, yeah. in the Sacred Valley. Yeah. So the Sacred Valley, that sounds so like, what? Like, um but it is, it's, it's, and, and it is called the sacred Valley. Um, we stay in a place called Pisac. Um, it's just down from Machu Picchu, um, a few hours and the Andes tower over this narrow Valley. Um, and the, the history is so rich there because there's, there's ruins everywhere along that Valley. Um, and you can feel the ancestors and the people there still practice, um, so much traditional 
healing practices. Also, I wouldn't even go as far to call it religious practices. I would say spiritual connected practices. And a huge part of it is is um, connecting to the divine feminine, which they call Pachamama. Um, and they- Just their way of life. It's their way of life. There's a lot of shamans. They, there's a lot of ceremony. Um, they have a lot of crystals there. And I know this sounds out there, but this is what I want to get to. Um, we went there and I was in a place of burnout. Uh, I was two weeks from turning 40 and I was in a place of transition and shifting. I think I was making some improvements. Um, and we participated in a plant medicine ceremony um, where we we did a shamanic um, despacho ceremony, it's called. Um, we took the medicine and I was in a journey for about uh, 20 hours-ish, uh, maybe a little less than that. You went in um, deep. Yeah, I went really deep into this journey of plant medicine. And, um, and Jenny was there with me and she had her own journey as well. And um, the plant medicine solidified what I know about trauma healing. Um, because what it, what it does is it, it just helps you um, not get caught up in your protective parts and helps you surrender. If, if you're willing, I mean, you can really fight it, right, honey? Yeah. Some people really did not enjoy the experience. Yeah. So you can, and they call that a bad trip. Um, but it took, in order for me to do that, being raised Mormon, being taught not to do drugs, being taught that it's sinful, it's evil, it's bad, it's not okay. It took some faith and some courage to go down there and to trust a shaman and to participate in ceremonies that were so different from the cultures that I came from. Um, but And I did it because I felt good about it. I felt like it was right. And I'm not going to get into all of the all of the really deep personal healing that I experienced. But when those protective parts were removed from me, um, I had, I, I had massive shifts in perspective about the nature of life. Um, uh, and, and just about who I am. And um, it healed parts of me that I didn't know how to let go of. And changed, I think, a lot about my life. Um, now, you were there too, and you had your own journey. Is there anything you want to say about your journey? Well, which was very different. But I guess I want to start by saying that this experience and this decision to participate in the plant medicine ceremony was sacred to me. It is sacred to me. And speaking about it is sacred to me. Mm -hmm. And so if you're listening and receiving this, I want you to know this is sacred space. And it's not, it's not for fun. It's not for kicks. It's not just curiosity. It's, it's actually really sacred. It's so, not doing drugs. Not at all. No. Not, oh, believe me. I don't want to do that again anytime soon. Um, but I really appreciate what I received and experienced from it. So I had been following a woman who is an angel channel and she was taking people to Peru and 
when she mentioned that it was available to go, every cell of my body screamed yes at the same time. And so I told you, hey, I, I think I need to go to Peru. I want to go to Peru. And you said, well, okay, but could I come with you? And I was kind of shocked. I didn't know that you'd actually want to go. And um, one of the things that I so appreciated about this lady that I was following is she could talk about angels and she could talk about Jesus and she could say the F word in the same sentence. And it was such a shock to my, you know, uh, what's that? Like, I don't your par- even know your paradigms word. and your systems, <laughs> right? Like you can't say the F word and Jesus in the same sentence. Right. But, um, that kind of like false humility and the, you know, what's the word? It's not like pride. Well, yes, but it's like pride flipped upside down. It's pride trying to look perfect, you know, mm-hmm. where you're mm-hmm. pious, pious. That's the word, yeah. you know, so pious. And so, she helped me throw that piety out the window. Like it mm-hmm. is okay. Jesus still loves you. And it's you okay to be authentic. Right. Yeah. Yes. And feel what you feel and say what you say and experience and then learn and say, I'm sorry. Anyway, I digress. So um, the plant medicine that we experienced is a heart chakra opener and really helps you to connect more with the connection that we have to all things Mm -hmm. and one of the things that it can show you is where you store negative energy in your body and when I heard that I thought oh yeah that's what I need so after I took the plant medicine I went to the bathroom to throw up because I didn't need to hold it very long where B never threw up he never purged so he got a good deep dose Mm -hmm. And after I purged, I kept feeling this urge to purge, but there was nothing else physical to get out of my body. And I just started like breathing fire is what, or like releasing the smoke from fire and just exhaling this smoke and this yuck and this nasty. And I started like twisting my body and wringing it out and then breathing it out of my mouth as I was wringing out the pain and the tension and the intensity that was in my body and um they couldn't find me nobody knew where I was because we were supposed to be outside so when you came to find me my pupils were just going crazy because I was so wide open just wringing out all of this yuck that I had been holding inside um and just like expelling the heaviness and mm-hmm. release smoke. Yeah, just releasing and releasing. And then, but, but, but I want to, I want to ask you this, and you know, in your protective parts without, and and I actually believe you can get to these places without using plant medicine. I think you can meditate and flow and get grounded and do this type of work without plant medicine. But the plant medicine helped you, helped you get to that place where you could release this, this energy and, and purge it out of you, correct? Right. Well, anger, especially in Christian females, is not allowed. Not There's no space for that. Our anger is not mm-hmm. appropriate. It's not Christ-like. It's not allowed to exist. So having that 
ego story removed and allowing myself to just feel what was inside of me and honor it and release it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really done a lot for me now in the future, being able to honor what my anger, the gift that my anger is for me and the boundary setting and the, you know, the, well, the fire that it is. Sometimes you need the fire to burn down the overgrowth and, you know, fire is not a bad thing. It's just that fire needs to be used with wisdom. So, um, definitely it gave me that. And honestly, to use plant medicine is such a sacred experience and a sacred choice. I don't know that I could say everybody needs this experience. I say, if spirit calls you to it, and you feel that it would be helpful for you, then follow that and explore it. But right, I don't think we're trying to say everybody has to do this to heal their trauma. Well, so here's the here's the thing is, um, so my my clinic here at Therapy Utah, we all just got trained in accelerated resolution therapy, which sounds very heady, um, right? But is 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 basically very similar to EMDR that's very not heady. It's very creative. It's very connected. It's very flowing and it requires surrender to the process. Um, so it, and it's very effective in treating trauma. So it's, it's about releasing, letting go and having an experience where you create a shift in your life. Um, like EMDR, like plant medicine, um, these things have things in common. Um, and, and so, no, you don't have to do plant medicine, but what I would say, and, and this is, this is what I see. I see people get stuck in, um, creating the same thing again and again and again. And what's happening is they're resonating with a certain level of energy. And so they create with that energy that they're resonating. Maybe it's shame, maybe it's scarcity, maybe it's anger or resentment or whatever it is. Right. And so they resonate in that. And then they go to therapy and they complain about it and they talk about it and they amp up and that, they it. amp up that energy and they go out and they keep doing it again and again and again. Right. Um, you know, what, what's the quote that you, you said about two objects colliding? Oh yeah. Um, that I got from. I'm putting you on the spot here. Right. I know. Remembering from uh, studying my rare faith lady. So Leslie Householder, if you've ever heard of her, she's awesome. And I've been studying with her and what we were reading talked about how something that's in motion, if it's in motion, it's going to stay in motion unless it collides with something else to change its direction and its trajectory. So, so we protect um, us staying in that motion. We have all kinds of sophisticated ways to stay in those protective parts. And when we take down the protective parts, we allow ourselves basically to get knocked, to get hit and, and which shifts our energy and helps us create different outcomes in our life. And so what, what I see, and if I can just walk through this, it's kind of backwards here. People come into therapy because they have certain outcomes in their life um, that they're, their marriage is falling apart or their addictions getting worse or they financially are a mess or whatever it is. Right. They want different outcomes. 
um, those outcomes are a result of their behaviors. Right. W- what are they doing in this world? Right. And what they're doing in this world is creating their outcomes. Their behaviors are a result of their thoughts. So what's going on in their head creates what they do. Right. And their thoughts, they come from their belief system. So their paradigm, their perspective, um, how they view the world, their belief system comes from their life experiences. And this is where we get down to trauma now. Their life experiences is what ultimately creates their paradigm, which creates their beliefs, which creates their thoughts, which creates their behaviors, which creates their outcomes. You following me? Yeah, but I would even say it's the story they tell themselves about their experience. Well, what they believe about their experience. Well, so we perpetuate our paradigm. So if I have an experience and I say, that means that I'm bad, then I see the world as that means I'm bad and I find evidence, I collect evidence of that means I'm bad. And so I have this story about myself because of the experience that I had. So here's here's the thing is with talk therapy or with just trying to like, okay, I'm not gonna like get these outcomes in my life anymore. That doesn't work because what needs to happen is you need to have a collision. Yeah. And you need to experience something different, not just talk about how things should be different. Right. You need to actually experience something different. So if I experience I'm bad, I'm bad, I'm bad, and I perpetuate that belief of I'm bad, I'm bad, I'm bad, then I'm going to create in this world, Brandon's bad. But when I let go and when I open myself up to other possibilities and I surrender to the process of these type of therapies that are energy healing or the things that you study or the plant medicine and I have a different experience, it changes my belief systems which changes my thoughts, which changes my behaviors and changes the outcomes in my life. Right. Um, right. And, and that's really where I've shifted. I don't do cognitive behavioral therapy for trauma treatment anymore. Um, and since I had such a profound experience with the plant medicine in Peru, um, I know that healing comes through this surrender process. Um, and then having these experiences, right, honey, would you? Right. Absolutely. And I mean, I would say it a little bit different way. I think you can language it and see it in so many different ways, because I would say that that surrender process really is just connecting to the divine, to the part of us that is eternal and is connected to what is true, always has been true and always will be true. And that truth is such a different perspective then maybe the way that we language our experience or describe and judge our choices, right? If you ask what's really true and come back in alignment with truth as it always has been and always will be, it might give you a different perspective and a different outlook. And I call that the divine and God and connecting to that vision of life, however you say that. So you can do it in... Honestly, it can be, you can do all sorts of things. And even just having that intention and that desire, you can create in your own mind a different experience 
a different feeling that will be the catalyst to shifting but but trajectory you know what's interesting is is you can be in the places to have those experiences and still not have them your protective parts can can actually um totally make it so that you don't have those experiences don't we know that (laughs) and, and so you know, I, I think about it like I, I run these retreats with Tyler and um, and these retreats, we're not like educating them about the limbic system, you know, like right. we're, we're not we're actually out in nature having deeply spiritual experiences. Right. Um, and then and, and most of the people have the experiences and they have breakthroughs and amazing things happen. And then some of the people, they come back and they're like, well, I just couldn't stop thinking about this or. I, you know, it really didn't do much for me because of that. And, right. and, and that happens even with plant medicine, people 100%. go into these plant medicine ceremonies and they're like, well, I just had nothing come of it. I, you know, I had my thoughts there. I, and, and what's happening is, is there's a fear there to let go to that process of healing. Um, I remember doing EMDR with somebody for like two hours, three hours. And it was like, I just need you to not try to give me the right answer, right. not try to overthink this, not try to just let go That's and let whatever, whatever comes up is going to come up. Just do that. Right. And it's perfect. And it's coming up for a reason. Right. But, but I think we need to be open to what you said about this divine healing is whatever your higher power is or whatever your God is or, or whatever it is. But like, you need to see that, there's something out there right there waiting to give you these healing experiences. It's available for the taking. Um, but it's a catch 22 because if you have a lot of trauma around God and spirituality, your protective parts will push against allowing that to come in to heal you. Well, and you know, we can say that it's out there. Of course it's out there, but it's also in here. There's nothing out there that isn't in here as above, so below, as within, so without. So there really isn't anything out there to receive that isn't already in here. Right, right. Yeah. I think to look outside yourself all all the time can kind of lead you into, um, I don't want to say a trap, but it can kind of hold you down just as much to think that somebody outside yourself is more powerful than the connection to the divine and the God within you, you know, like that's just not true at all, but you need to know how do I work with it? How do I access it? You know, where is that space? What does it feel like? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I I know you too, but some of the, some of the deepest healing that I've done is in the dark in our closet with the music going, right? There's, there's nothing like magical. There's not, you know, a, a magical cloud floating down from heaven to give me like, I'm in the dark in our closet and grappling with God and feeling things and, and healing and, and, and allowing that healing to, to take place. And so, um, this has been an awesome discussion. I think a lot of the trauma healing modalities out there, um, people are spending a lot of time and a lot of money on things that aren't working. And I just want to invite anybody who's listened to this 
if you're curious about some of these modalities that help you get to your soul, that help you get down to that deep place of healing, um, I'm happy to get you those resources and help you find those things. Anything from plant medicine to traditional EMDR, ART therapy that helps you get down to these things. And Jenny, I'm sure can get you into some of her out there stuff, so okay. to speak. Well, <laughs> it's not out there. It's in here. I know. But, I'm just kidding. Um, But I think just to close and to share a way that I like to see this process is like seeing a dinner table in my mind, in my own inside home, in my own dining room. And if I'm sitting at that dinner table and this part of myself, you know, that has these angry feelings comes up rather than tell that part of myself, get out of my house. I tell that part of myself, sit down at my table and let's talk. Let me understand why you're here. So I usually envision a table and all the chairs and tell all the emotions, all the parts, all the experiences, you're welcome here. There's a reason that you're in my house and I wanna understand that and then decide what do I do with this? But first I'm gonna understand you and honor your place and your part in my life. Then we decide where to go from there. The, the, way, the way to overcome your protective parts is to actually love and appreciate them, right. um, which is feels backwards. But when you love and appreciate them and have compassion and and gratitude for what they they do for you, that's when you can choose whether to bring them up or not. Um, when you resist them or when you allow them to take over in unconsciousness, that's that's when you don't have the ability to choose to let them go or let them stay. Um, and so, um, I, I would I would love for people to comment below if you've had experiences healing from trauma, if you've had some of these type of experiences that Jenny have, I have talked about today, then it would be awesome if you'd share some of them below. It would bless other people's lives. And um, if we could read through some of them and just know that what me and Jenny are talking about isn't just a bunch of crazy <laughs> BS, <laughs> but it's real. And to hear it from other people would be awesome too. So really appreciate you, babe, for coming on. Thanks. Um, Always yeah. fun to be here. Yeah. And uh, she's taught me so much and continues to every We've day. We've learned a lot together. Yes. Um, and so appreciate you listening today. Have a wonderful day. Please share this if it was helpful to you and it could be helpful to somebody else. And we'll talk to you next time. We'll see ya. See you, babe. 